Hammam, uh, mama, Missy Bonner. Come on. Usually rock the Prada, sometimes Gabbana. Yeah. Sticky for your cream and your riches. Jaja uh. Gabor, Demi Moore, Prince Diana, all them rich bitches. Puff Daddy pumped the Hummer for the summer. Uh-huh. I follow in the E class with the goggles. Ooh. 96 model, bad clip on the stroll. Tell them how we roll. Cruise control, nothing make a woman feel better nah. than Berettas and Amarettas, but the letters and mad cheddars. Chilling in the bins with my amigos, trying to stick a nigga for his pesos. If he say so, then I'm the same chick uh-huh. that you want to get with. Yeah. Lick up in my twat, uh, gotta hit the spot. If not, don't test, test the poom poom. Nani nani, nani nani, Hola chicos, welcome to the Curate Podcast, this is episode number 21. Um, welcome back, welcome me, welcome you, uh, welcome back, welcome to, if this is your first time. My name is Kyrie Malik, I am the host of Le Podcast, uh, Curate, and it is here that we take life's ailments, we take the lemons of life, and from them, we make lemonade. Yeah, uh, I guess it's diving right into it. Wop, child. Wop, 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 wop. That's exactly how I wrote it. Wop, child. I'm loving the discussions. <laughs> so much goodness has come out of um, the emergence of this this here song, it has just sparked a lot of discussion, a lot of which I think is great and has inspired today's ailment and the curations that we will mine from said ailment. And yeah, so it's informed a lot of this episode here today. Um, and I'm interested in getting into it in a uh, from a perspective that is a bit more personal to me and that invites others into the conversation um in a unique way um yeah i love the nature of the song i love everything about it i really do i watched the visual i was a little late to the party um but you know i came and i saw and i love it i really do um why is getting so much discussion I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's because they're women. That's it. You know, I've gone back <laughs> and um, inspired by the song, I've created a little mini playlist for myself of just like other, you know, lady rappers singing about the things that they like and enjoy sexually. Um, and there's something very, and I think as a gay man who, you know, experiences both sides of the spectrum if you will 
Um, I'm down for the flip flop for the whip wop. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of that resonates. Um, hearing about sex from the lady perspective um, in rap and the ownership of a more receptive position in sex um, and the celebration of it, I feel that we can't get anywhere but with uh, lady rappers. So as gay men, um, and again, particularly as a gay man who, yeah, like, yeah, I've been the receptive partner um you know takes two to tango um so when i'm in that energy yeah i love that i love just hearing the ways in which women are able to own that and that they do and yeah so this was yet another example of that um for me and the embodiment of wap energy um it's just beautiful and necessary and yeah especially now i'm just having thoughts of people everyone's home now like <laughs> home more than ever um so a little inspiration in the wap department um is not a bad thing and you know a lot of the backlash and things i don't quite understand particularly for men who say that they like women um, uh, you know, but this is getting into the discussion for later, but it's like, wouldn't you want a woman to like talk about these things? If like you like women and you enjoy them, like them talking about this, um, you know, I would think it would be arousing or like, yes, yes, yes. Just like, Yes. Um, a woman owning this and putting it out on Front Street, you know, that look, this is how I like it. Like, I would think that would be a great thing, but I guess not. Um, but again, this lends itself to the discussion of later um, in the ailment and curation. Um, so I'll save that for then. Um, as I'm doing this and that, um, <laughs> it brings me to the second thing here. I have um, been a ASMR fanatic. Shit, I meant to... <clears throat> um, I meant to look up the meaning. Uh, it's automatic something. I can't find my phone. But anyway, if you look up ASMR on the YouTube... Um, there are there are various kinds um i think the first thing that when i have said asmr to people people automatically seem to go to the food i guess people eating food people you know just eating food and enjoying it and you hearing all the noises of them enjoying said food um so there's that but the the, the pieces that the asmr videos that I've been finding most appealing are there's one where there's a woman and you're in a spa she's giving you a spa treatment and she's using these instruments on your face you know like steam and some pulsating thing and like just different things and just like the way in which she's talking she's talking Of her 
Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how that's going to turn out, how that's going to play back, but um, <laughs> that's kind of the gist of that. And then there's ASMR where there's like environmental um, scenes that are set up. Like uh, there's one that sticks out in my mind. It's like an apartment, a really like beautifully decorated and decked out apartment um, where there's rain hitting the floor to ceiling window pane. As you're like in this penthouse apartment up, you know, overlooking the city. And this is the whole scene that's set up. And it's just 10 hours of that. And the way that the rain is hitting the window, it, it's the sound is just so poignant. It's just like so there. And it has that same effect as the woman whispering and like, you know. Excuse me. Yeah. So, um,. In terms of this ASMR, I think that I just, um, <clears throat> I recently came across uh, Carisha, um, a.k.a. Young Miami. I love her voice. I love that young woman's voice. I love her voice. I love how she talks. I love her um, her accent. I love what she does with her mouth. I just love, and, you know, to see her visually is a whole another added extra to watching her talk. I've, I, um, not, I haven't gone down a rabbit hole quite, like, so to speak, of watching Santana, um, Saucy Santana and her Instagram live videos on YouTube, but I have watched a few. Um, for reasons I will not mention. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just really enjoy her voice. And I thought I couldn't help but think like, wow, she would make a great ASMR um, person. And um, they have a song, Pussy Talk, <clears throat> featuring the city girl was the city girls featuring Doja Cat. And I love when she says pussy, pussy. Um how to make this pussy pussy what this pussy talk pussy talk English twins friend what is pussy talk uh, 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 what is pussy talk um poochie some Chanel like I just I that P on poochie like it's like they made sure that she said it like that I don't like or does she maybe she just really talks like that I don't know like I don't know and now I'm thinking about it more it's like some men too like a way in which they figure configure their mouths and like hold their mouths when they talk and it makes for a certain sound and it's really sexy and it's you know I feel like people you know what I'm talking about um <laughs> but yeah like it's it's that so yeah lots of um you know could be ASM artist out here I've seen that term floating about the internet ASM artist <laughs> um yeah so there's that. Uh, yesterday, I got on my bike for the first time in a long time, and it was beautiful. Today is Friday, August 14th. Um, so, yeah, we're recording here now. And so this was Thursday, yesterday, that I went on my bike for the first time in so long. And what glory. I mean, my goodness, it was so glorious. It's it was the feeling of how I usually feel on my bike, just free like a bird, like I'm flying. But because I hadn't done it in so long, it was just so heightened 
that experience. And it was beautiful and needed. And I'm, weather permitting, going to go back out today. Um, and this is all on the heels of me being COVID free. I took a test um, and it was the at home test that I plugged in the last episode. Um, it's a lab core test. You ship it to your house. I put the link in the description box of the last episode. So if anyone's interested, they bring it to you. They bring it. Ship it to your house. Um, it's very easy online. If you have insurance, you put in your insurance information as you would your credit card information. And it it, it does everything right there. You'll see the total for $0 and 0 cents, depending on how your insurance is set up. And, you know, you enter your shipping information, they ship it out overnight. Um, Don't do it on a Friday because you won't get it until, don't do it on a Thursday or Friday. You probably won't get it until Monday. Um, If you do it earlier in the week. Sorry. If you do it earlier in the week, it's more likely that you'll get it like the next day or the the day after that. So um, it's like they say don't go to don't get locked up on a Friday because you won't get processed until Monday or whatever. Like, you can't see a judge until Monday. You just sit there over the weekend. It's like that, but not like that at the same time. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, easy, simple. The test comes. It's a nose swab. They have instructions that you have everything you need. Um, you do your test. You do your swab, you know, in both nostrils. Put it in the little tube that they give you, seal it up in the package they give you, um, and walk it to your nearest um, FedEx Dropbox. And, yeah, and it gets picked up. And it's overnight, and I got my results two days after having shipped it. So that is, a, from what I understand, a much faster turnaround time than these other COVID tests out here. And the reason I did that one was because around the corner, they were talking about it could take up to 10 days before you get your results. I heard that through someone else. And so I was like, when I found out this option from a friend, I was like, okay, this seems better. And I was a bit concerned. So um, yeah, I wasn't just testing just for the hell of it. Um, I was experiencing some things that could have pointed to uh, a COVID, potentially. Um, but yeah, as we see, it is not the case. So uh, there's that. And yeah, um, I think is a good time to get into this week's wisdom. I don't think I have any more updates. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. All right. Into this wow. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Lick it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. Right now. Lick it good. This week's wisdom. Is coming from Bishop T.D. Jakes. Um, now, I cannot remember, and God knows I try, to, <laughs> to 
piece out um, this particular segment of a video that I was watching um, to get the exact words verbatim, but excuse Baltimore in the background, um, I am coming here today with a um, uh, abbreviated, uh, what's the word for this, um, 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 um. Not exact, but a a uh, not synopsis. A um a goddamn uh, whatever. Let's go with synopsis um, <laughs> of the message that stuck with me. Um, and basically the wisdom begs the question, are you going to allow your circumstances and your surroundings to be the teller of who you are? Or are you going to adhere to the nature of your pedigree? I probably can't say that so artfully twice. But I will attempt it. Um, You know, are you going to allow what you see around you? And how you feel about what's going on around you? To tell you who you are? Or are you going to hold fast and hold true? to the nature of your true nature, your pedigree, that that from which you come, your stock, your source. You know, is that what you hold to or do you allow, do you um, get swayed by these illusions that are in presently in your face you know what are we focusing on what are we what is our guiding light so i would implore the begging of that question when things get difficult when you're faced with circumstances that maybe aren't the best or, you know, that don't look too good. Remember who you are. Remembering whose you are and from who in which you've come. Wow. When you're inside me That keeps my mind going crazy I can't even think at night All I dream about is making love Do you want it on my back? Cause it's like that Do you want it on the floor of a please? Tease me, please me, thank me, feed me You know what I need, baby Do you want it on my back? Cause it's like that Do you want it on the floor of a please? Tease me, please me, thank me, feed me You know what I need, baby So Moving into the ailment for the week, um, as I mentioned, the WAP song has taken the world by storm. 
<laughs> seemingly i wanted i wanted to backtrack and say america by storm but who knows i don't know the reach um but uh it has certainly taken the interwebs by storm um lots of discussions as i've alluded to earlier have spawned out of this song um and there's one key piece that i that really sticks out to me and hits home a bit personally um that i've been hearing you know everyone's been talking about this song on various podcasts and things that i've listened to um therapy for black girls uh has a as a podcast called therapy for black girls they did a segment about it um they touched on it on the read um where else where else where else where else where else uh those might have been the two major um pieces of commentary that i've heard about this song um i feel like some like i'm missing something else um maybe daggone getting grown but the one common thread that I've seen and heard women talk about um, as it pertains to, you know, kind of what this song is bringing up and bringing out of people um, is the conversation of women own, owning and vocalizing their sex, um, owning and vocalizing what they enjoy about sex what they want from a sexual partner and celebrating it and being all about it, being about it, about it. And where the problem lies within that for men, speaking in a a heterosexual sense, men receiving this message from Cardi B and... Megan the Stallion and the whole host of other women who are part of the video and other women who celebrate it is and again this is coming on the heels of hearing other women speak about the song and 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 they're hearing hearing them talk about their experience um in dealing in heterosexual ways <laughs> dealing with men And this notion that the vocalization and the owning of women vocalizing and owning their sex, talking about what they want, is taking something away from the man. It's taking the power play away from the man. And it speaks to the power play, the power dynamic that is at play. Um, in many of our sexual experiences and the ways in which we've come to interpret and understand sex, that power play has become a dominant piece and a part of the arousal, a part of the overall experience on both ends. A woman being desired, being consumed being I already said desired um, having that like relinquishing power relinquishing herself over to this person 
And I'm speaking, when I'm talking about this, again, I just want to say, like, that is part, this, I'm describing the dynamic, I'm describing the, the eroticism of this power play. And on, and this is coming from um, the experience of being a gay man who has dealt in both realms of this as a gay man dealing with men. That's the unique piece about that experience is that you, some people, many, whether they say it or not, indulge in that dynamic on both ends. Um, just bringing it back to what I was saying earlier, you know, okay, that's the the lady side being consumed, being the, uh, relinquishing her body over to to this man, giving herself, if you will, and the man being the 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 taker, being the aggressor, being the dominant one in control, and and and. <sighs> his needs almost being upheld over the desires of the woman. And that seems to be the popular power play. We see it in, reflected in, in porn. We see it reflected on TV. We see it reflected in how men and women interact with one another. This whole coy, shy, you know, role on the, the, the women's end and the man who is, you know, taking charge and, and, and making, making a move on a woman and, and this and that, like, you know, just like that has been the, the, the popular trope of the man-woman dynamic you know and bringing that into the sense in which I want to today into the gay male sphere the bringing the same power play into the dynamic of a receptive partner and an insertive partner I'm using those words in place of top and bottom because I personally hate those terms it's top of what bottom of what like one's at the top or the bottom and we hear just what i'm talking about reflected in our language that that power play is even there within our language top and bottom top of what you're over me because i am the bottom i'm i'm at the bottom now and you're at the top because of our roles here and because the the bottom role is the receptive, which is the feminine, more of the you know we deem that the feminine, and the the top is the insertive, and that's more on the the masculine end. So we give we give language to to say exactly what we mean in society when we think about man and women, top and bottom. It's very explicit in that way, and that's part of my deconstruction of that is to not use those words. So I'll use the, the term receptive versus insertive. 
Insertive being the person inserting into, receptive being the person receiving. Um, so bringing that dynamic and that power play, which I was describing earlier, into this conversation, I guess the ailment for me is the receptive partner, the receptive community, rather, <laughs> The shame around receptivity and the shame around claiming receptivity, the, cl- the shame around owning that this is what I want, this is how I want it, and I'm going to tell you. And we've created such, within this community, we've created such a shame around the receptive Community again. I'm smiling, and I hate you. I hate the way that I'm putting this right now, but it's, I'm doing my darndest. Um, the receptive community being in the same place as women in this instance of 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 WAP, and and you know, should a receptive a person who who likes to receive be vocal about it and be open about it and and willing to discuss and talk about what it is that he wants and how he wants it it is somehow a turnoff to a man who is insertive it's somehow now again because i think it has stripped away that power play, that power dynamic of like hunting and catching <laughs> type thing, you know. Now this the the insertive partner or insertive community feels as if the power over and the ownership over the receptive persons has been stripped away. And that's a problem. Now there lies a problem because now I, I'm no longer in control over your body. I'm no longer taking. I'm no longer being, I'm no longer making you. I'm no longer the reason for your desire, for your, your, horniness right now i'm no longer the re- i'm no longer the center of that and so i will shame you for owning that for yourself because i'm threatened because something has i'm feeling i'm getting the sense that you're stripping something from me and i think it's a dangerous place to be where we are here now and the beauty of WAP is that it has brought up all of these like beautiful discussions surrounding this and many other things I just think that it's high time that we examine this what we've what we've the the norms that we've created around sex and uh heterosexual um lens and a homosexual lens 
and the ways in which we have taken a lot of this, the heteronormativities into our homonormativities. We have normalized the ways in which heterosexual people have acted and played out in relationships, in sex, when a lot of times it doesn't look the same for us. You know, in many, in many realms, and you can't, we can't duplicate their ways of being as, as, as black gay men, you know, it looks different. It, it's a different energy at play with two, when you're engaging, when two men are engaging and I want to touch on too, I mean, and maybe this is how people have re- have like reclaimed or or claimed this where I'm talking about the the power play, the popular power play, and their arousal by it and their enjoyment of it. Because I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't think there's something sexy or like, you know, really highly erotic about the idea of being just enveloped (laughs) by someone else and devoured by someone else. This is receptive Kai talking. I can't sit here and pretend that that popular power play is not enticing. But that's not to say that what's enticing to us is not also dangerous or does not create situations of... uh, toxic ways of existing in sex, toxic ways of existing in relationship, because I think it, I would venture to say that it it spills over in some ways, the ways in which we play during sex. Because again, I think we see that power play carried out in, in lots of other situations. This like, this this person, this one who is about the take, about the, about the chase, about the desire, about the ownership, about the dominance of someone. And then there's the person being dominated. There is the, you know, and this is a situation that we see at play in so many areas of our lives. And it's acted out. I think that sex has become an acting out of that power play that we see in the world. It's a small moment in which you can kind of just give in to that power play. Should you choose, should that be, you know, something that you choose. But I think that it has become like something that people enjoy playing with and enjoy indulging 
on both ends. But again, I just, I think it dangerous when just the mere talk of the receptive partner, and now here I'm using receptive to describe men or women, hetero, homo, whatever, not being able to express, not being able to be open about that when on the other end, to be open about how many people you have stuck, quote unquote, you know, how many people you have been with, how many people you have devoured, like, that is up for discussion. That's to be put on Front Street. That's to be celebrated. But on the other end of that is to be, is, is made to be, is silenced. And when you have a Megan Thee Stallion and a Cardi B here now coming up talking about exactly what they want, exactly how they want it, and who they want it from, and what they're going to do when they get it, Why is that threatening? I think that it's that question that needs to be examined by our society and the members of it. Like, you don't want somebody that is, like, just gung-ho about, like, being with you right now? (laughs) Like, what is that? Like, what is, what is that? What is that? Yeah. And again, it's double-sided because now, as I was saying that, I'm here struggling with that notion of that game of cat and mouse that we do in sexual play at times, given the right circumstances, given the right two people coming together. There is something when we play with that dynamic this twisted, sick dynamic, there is something very enticing about it, and I cannot negate that. I can't not deal with that at the same time as I'm saying that everyone needs to be able to say and express and be and live fully in who they are, what they want, who they want it from, and how they want it. And maybe maybe the entice meant oh this word comes from just the normalization of that like that's that's what we have been raised up in that's the society in which we're we're trained up in you know the aggressor and the aggressed <laughs> again this cat and mouse game someone being kind of coy and shy and like you know like no 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 yeah no and then someone, you know, being more dominant and aggressive and then having it like that, like, well, what does it say of our society? Like, what is, what is this? We've normalized that. We've normalized the latter. <laughs> And again, I think that is, I think it's just the the training and that conditioning of that kind of behavior that makes it 
and the indulgence of it, or maybe it's the 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 fact that we as a society collectively just know that this is just something that is just so wild and so crazy and so like not aligned with you know like feeling based sex it's like this like just maybe the taboo nature of it that makes it you know this makes me think about people with with rape fantasies and things like that and people wonder like how could anyone ever fantasize about like being raped but like again i i think even that plays into how we have normalized that that game of cat and mouse that aggressor aggressee dynamic that we have normalized as a society the big strong man and the the docile shy coy woman who stays to herself and is kept and this and that and how this man can get her <laughs> and you know she'll give in to him and his every whim and you know but God forbid she talk about it or enjoy it or talk about the enjoyment of it. You know, is the game okay as long as both parties can talk about their enjoyment of it and the, the talking about it does not strip one of feeling power over another? I'm just asking the question. I don't know. But, yeah. That's a lot here. I'm I'm loving the again. I love the discussions that this song has produced. Um, it's been a lot of good stuff that has come out of it. Beyond the song, you know, I I like the song. I do. Excuse me. I've played it a few times. Um, I've worked out to it. Like it's you know, it's good. It's good stuff. And it's not unique, as so many people have said, like, this is, it's not a unique occurrence. These songs from women, from men, from anybody, like, what the hell? Like, it's, I've gone back again, like I said earlier in this episode, I've I've made my own personal playlist of just, like, raunchy lady rap. And have just been reveling in it. And it's not so much the subject subject matter, it's just, like, the audacity <laughs> and the you know willingness to put on front street as a woman in this society again in a in a role in a in a body uh, rather that is deemed you know supposed to be boxed into this like i said just the docile you know for the taking kind of kind of role that and and this music flips that on its head and it's in its um explicitness flips that on its head and says no you know or yes but hey i enjoy it i love it give it to me like yes it simply says yes and again it just begs the question again as a man as men who say that they like women, how are you, why are you offended by this? And again, I know why. I've already said why. But still, it's just like, Jesus Christ, like, 
if I were a man who liked women, like this song is, it's like it's go time, it's prime time. <laughs> like I'd probably be so riled up, like sexually, just getting hot, just like ooh. You know what I mean? But it's been the opposite. Oh. I don't know. This is what ails our society here today. Receptive persons. Inability to celebrate that in which they appreciate about being receptive persons. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, into this curation. Um, already touched on one, I feel like, one, one beautiful part that has come out of this. But um, let's explore some more in a moment. All right. I bet you Biggie bust him He probably tried to fuck him I told him not to trust him Lyrically, I dust him Off like flesh Hit hard like sledge Hammers Bitch with that platinum grammar I am a diamond cluster hustler Queen bitch, supreme bitch Kill a nigga for my nigga By any means bitch Murder scene bitch Clean bitch Disease free bitch Check it I write a rhyme Melt in your mouth Like Eminem's Roll with the mafia Remember them Tell them when I used to mess with gentlemen Straight up apostles Now strictly niggas the jockey Kill a nigga for the figure How you figure Your cheddar would be better Beretta inside the Beretta Nobody do it better Bet I wet ya Like hurricanes and typhoons Got buffoons eating my pussy While I watch cartoons Sleep till noon Rap pin rears here Baby drinkers beware Mostly dope she wear Frank kill niggas a little brownstone action for you. Um, <laughs> back with these curations. Um, and these will be quick. I mean, I feel, I'd be feeling like, you know, with the ailments, like I'd be touching on the curations. You know, I feel like the, the goodness is mined from these ailments within the ailment. But anyway. Um, the first thing and thing that I think that I'm kind of reiterating is just the fact that the beauty of the discussions and the things that we're now able to give some attention to, um, as a result of this song taking, um, everyone by storm. Um, I think it is unfortunate that this song had the effect that it had and that it shows where we are but the beauty is that it has shown where we are and the fixing that needs to occur the um, conversations and the attention that needs to be given to areas of sexuality and the expression of sexuality on both ends of the spectrum um the need for the need for it, the need for that expression. Um, secondly, people like me able to kind of take um, a wider discussion 
or a discussion that might have, uh, on the surface, been intended for a particular audience or a segment of society and people kind of being able to take it and um, apply it to their own stuff. Me, in this example, of the black gay male experience, you know, and the, the themes of the discussions uh, that are coming out of this for hetero people, being able to apply that um, in a homosexual realm. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say another curation is just the um, highlighting of similar themes across the board um, for many different people who identify in many different ways. Um, thirdly, um, this has given people, this is another example of, of permission giving this song permission giving for people to express themselves and to vocalize themselves in areas or about things that maybe we consider taboo. And it's like, not like what's taboo now? Like what now is taboo? Like there's a place and space for everyone. <laughs> I don't like, there's nothing it's not much anyone can say to me now or can present to me now or whatever that is just like, whoa, really? Like, whoa. Like, it's not much out there. It's really not. So, I mean, I don't know. Bringing it back to the curation, is this is yet another example and, and another permission giver for people to be expressive about Things that have been kept quiet. Talk your shit. You know. And. Yeah. I think I'll stop there. Um, it's just a beautiful opportunity all around for us to examine the things that we have normalized in our society and the practices and the. Uh, conditioning around sex, around the expression of sex that we have collectively become accustomed to and what we need to keep, what we don't need to keep and how we can move forward in a better fashion. That's what we have the opportunity to do. Whether we do it <laughs> in a productive way and which moves us forward. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's happening on a wide scale. It's so funny listening to female uh, or you know, ba 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 podcasts and messaging and programming that is more uh, intended for women and being able to hear those perspectives and hear those things is 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 beautiful um to hear their experience of this and how the things that it is uncovered 
I would really recommend that folks go and listen to the the uh, Therapy for Black Girls podcast episode on this. Um, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, she brings in another doctor to dis- to discuss. Uh, and Dr. Joy is a psychotherapist, and I believe this other woman was too, but around uh, relationships and partnerships. Um, they just had a really fruitful discussion. Um, and this was one of the areas that they touched on, the expression and the how, how women in particular expressing themselves in, this, in the ways in which Cardi and Megan were, how that is somehow threatening to the experience of sex for men. And it made me that it made me think about times in my own life where I'm a man dealing with men and how my expression in this in these times of being a receptive participant has been seen as a turnoff, as something that should not be. As I am there for your pleasure and that only. And that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. You know? And I don't think it's a time for judgment. I think it's more just a time for analyzing and correcting. You know? I'm just thinking about myself in those moments. Just like, yeah, knowing that those experiences are, that's, that's, that wasn't a person I should have been dealing with. (laughs) Um, And I know better now, you know. This time alone, I swear, has just been so beautiful. It's had its ups and downs, but for the most part, it's so beautiful. And that I'm so in myself. I just feel so unwavered and so unshaken by so much now. It's just so much so that if, if that same energy was entering my sphere now for some reason, I think I would be, I am well equipped to be able to say no and to get that up out of here. I don't even think I would attract that energy you know um, around the way curls podcast she <laughs> Antoinette was talking about how she had a sexual experience and when she when the guy found out how excited like she was or whatever or 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 saw what she was working with, I think. It's like, saw what she was bringing to the table. Like, he dapped her up. Like, he was, like, so pumped and just, like, ready. And, like, it was, you know, the dap just was just, like, a mutual understanding of the readiness, you know. And just, like, playfully so. But she, she in the moment, she didn't appreciate it. But she looked back on it and was just like, wow, like, this is beautiful. I've expressed my self, maybe through my WAP, that I am all about this. (laughs) 
that I am so into you and I want this so bad and maybe vocalize it and you are all about it too and you just you got to shake my hand before we get going like because we about to get it popping mutually and we're mutually excited and ready for one another and the expression of it is okay and welcome that's what i want that's where that's that's where that's where that's where i'm at so yes before y'all have sex dap each other up cry out English, Spanish, and French. What is pussy top? Euros, dollars, and yens. What is pussy top? Bentley's, Robes, and Benz. What is pussy fly? Private to Alice to M. What is pussy top? Birkin, Gucci, Chanel. What is pussy top? Louis, Gucci, YSL. What is pussy make movies wetter than a well? What is pussy be choosing, trapping, and fell? Don't nothing but this cash, man. This pussy top. Don't nothing but a bad man. Jamon, This was cool. This was cool to talk about uh, a boot. Um, yeah. Going on three o'clock. Still got a good part of my day left. Good chunk of the day remains. It looks like it wants to rain. I feel like I'm saying that on every podcast episode, like the past five weeks, and it will rain for five minutes and stop. Uh, but I also hope the weather permits again, because I want to ride my bike. I want to ride my bike, so maybe no rain for a little bit. You know, this five minute rain might be a good thing. Um, yeah, y'all get you a bike. Get outside on a bike. I feel again, it is a very safe and good way of getting an exercise, being outside, being socially distanced. Um. It just kind of encapsulates all of the things that we should be doing right now. Yeah. So that's where I'll leave everyone. Get you a bike. Even on Craigslist. I bought my bike for $200 on Craigslist. And it's a great bike. It's I've had it for like four years now. It's a city bike. It's, you know, speed bike. Um, no gears or whatever. It's a one speed. So I'll really be putting in that work. Um, but my legs are built like none other. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, lovelies. Um, that's about it. Uh, follow the at curate pod. Uh, uh, I forget what the damn handle thing is. It'll be in the description box. Um, that's the Instagram and the email. Yeah. Should you want to reach out? Should you want to connect? Should you? Should you? Um, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. I love you and goodbye for now.
about to pay nobody's way Cause it's all about the dog 